Left on red, a go-load original. Well, Brenda, the live show is done. Wild. We oh. such a ball, didn't we? I know, and I can't believe we sold out. So, so many people were left disappointed because they couldn't get tickets. I know, and there's so many people asking when is our next live show. But the good news is we're actually partnering up with Aircoach to do a live podcast along their Cork to Dublin direct route on the 7th of September. Yeah, and we're giving away 15 tickets to some of our lovely listeners. Let's call it the On Air Coach. <laughs> and all you have to do is follow the Air Coach Instagram account and tag whichever friend you'll bring along. We are back with our bonus episode. Today's dilemma, um, the first one we're doing, is quite a deep one. So I'll begin. Hey Brenda and Julie, I just started listening to your podcast lately and I have to say it is absolutely fantastic. I've been through a difficult time the last year or so following a breakup with my ex-girlfriend. She ended the relationship and it hurt me massively. We got together in 2020 after being friends for years before that. It wasn't a very long relationship, only 12 months, but I guess it moved quickly because we were friends and we knew each other so well. Everything was going really well in our relationship. We were viewing houses to buy, talks of having a baby, and then next thing out of the blue, one day she said it was over. Two months later, she was engaged to another guy and they had bought a house together. He was an ex from before we started to go out with each other. When we broke up, she kept ringing me and messaging me frequently until I told her that I didn't want to be friends with her anymore. So we hadn't spoken for around six months until she messaged me one night saying she made the biggest mistake of her life leaving me and that she wanted me back. She said how she thought about me every day and missed me so much. We chatted for a few days and then she disappeared. She recently messaged me again saying she was leaving her fiancé and wanted to get back with me. She rang me for seven days in a row and she kept saying she wanted to leave and be with me forever. I now have not heard from her for over a week and don't know where I stand. I probably won't hear from her now again for another month or two. Then she'll be back saying she wants me back again. Since we broke up, my life has been horrible. I have missed her like crazy because I loved her so much much. I would take her back probably in the morning even though I know she is toxic and I know she would hurt me again. I can't get her out of my head even though I have dated loads of women since we broke up. How can I move on from this whole situation? People would say just block her and move on but it's so difficult when I loved her so much. Thank you. In. Oh. It's like easier said than done. Oh, just block her, block her. I like, know. And that would be the advice I'd give to him as well. I'd say like if I was in his situation and this fella kept kind of coming back to me whenever he wanted to, of course then you start thinking about him then, you know. So if you just block him and just move on, or in this case block her and move on with your life, then there's no going back. Like he, he seems to be taking five steps forward and then ten steps back when she reaches out again. Yeah, they're kind of coming up and down. I think they call that submarining. Is that? Keep coming back. Like, yeah. that's like... No, I 100% would not be getting back with a guy if he'd done that to me. And plus, like, she got back with an ex and then they had a house and was engaged within the first couple of, what, two months or something, you said? Like, in my mind, then, like, was she still texting him, the ex, whilst with this fella, N? Very sudden. Do you know what's funny? Because oftentimes you'll see people go out for years Mm. and nothing happens. And I know a guy now, he was going out with a girl for around six, seven years, weren't engaged or anything. Then all of a sudden it was over. She was devastated. And another girl was married within a year. Yeah, very strange, isn't it? Very strange. But obviously the person they're with, you're wondering, the person they were with all along. 
for those six, seven years, were you just stringing them along until something better new came along? Or yeah. what is it? Like, what's the psychology behind that? Yeah, I'd love to know that as well because I know a couple of cases like that as well. Yeah, that? I think for me in this kind of context, I think you can probably assume what I'm going to say. I'm very kind of like, oh, I'll give it another chance and you never know, I'll give it one last lash because the blocking thing, I'd be like blocking and then unblocking. Blocking and unblocking. That. I'm not saying to do that, but that's the way my head would be because I'm a romanticizer. Like, you know, I'll always want like the fairy tale ending and stuff. Yeah. Oh my God, he came back. Like, you know, yeah. Carrie in Sex and the City with Big when Big was, a, you know, alive. Yeah. Um, you know, that he was always meant for her. And it, there does seem to be something like maybe this girl is the one for him. So for me, I suppose... I would be that no, she hasn't come back to him now in a while. If it was me, I'd be, I'd probably look. Do you know the way I am now? No. I'm like, listen, what's the story? You keep ringing me, um, you're teasing me, like you're summarining me. Do you really want to be with me? If so, let's do it. Like you can't just be coming in and out of my life, dropping in and out. It's doing my head in. So basically, you're saying to N, give her another go. I would say phone her up and just place all the cards on the table and just say, look, A, B, C, D and E and I can't have you coming in and out. Because that's the worst part. You know the high you get when they're texting you. And then, you know, the next day and you don't hear from them. All of a sudden, you could have been in good form. The low. And you're low with everyone. Yeah, you're low. And it ruins your day. It ruins Ruins. days. Days of your life. Even your friends. You wouldn't want to talk to your friends or anything. Because you're embarrassed because then they're like, I fucking told you to block him. I told you, like, stop texting him back. Yeah, and you've got the friends in who who are like that and you're like, I'm not going to tell her at all because she's only going to hit the head off me. Yeah, exactly. No, and then I'm on the opposite and then I'm like, fucking block her. Move on because I was in this situation as well before where fellas would be, what do you call it? Submarining. Submarining. Yeah. Like, no, I have to block and I have to move on. This thing, like, if they're out drinking on a Saturday night, I might get the message. Why aren't you texting me Monday morning, lad? Mm. Do you know? I want the Monday morning text. I don't want this fucking stupid drunk text. Yeah, I think if it's it's kind of a casual thing, I'd be blocking them. But if it's someone that I was, like, thinking he could be the one, I'd be giving him the chance again. But then again, you'd always be thinking, you know, he went, thinking in our context, Mm. that, oh, he, we were together, and then he went off with someone, he bought the house with her, and then he was engaged and all that. Yeah. You know, you'd be wondering, what's the history there? And he's going to waste his own time by going back to this one, when you could just jump on Tinder there and meet somebody that that won't hurt you. Do you know, that mightn't hurt you, do you know? Yeah. I would say, block, move on, and jump on Tinder for yourself. and then I would be very like ring her up and just tell her how it is and then if she can't commit let her off if she's still playing games let her off but I would have to go back as a, again just thinking about the romantic part and happy ever after And but you're the block and ever the block. after and it is a very lonely cycle talking about lonely we have a second dilemma so it reads hi girls love the podcast heard you talking about loneliness on the main episode last week so wanted to get your opinions on this I'm American and moved here nearly five years ago to study and ended up meeting an Irish lad. I've loved living here, but we've been priced out of Dublin and we've moved to his hometown in Sligo. He's delighted to be home and has all his old school friends and family around him. I'm really struggling though. It seems like all the girls here are happy with the friends they already have and don't want to bother making new friends and even his family haven't been the most welcoming. They keep making jokes about Irish things like ga, etc. And act as if I would know what they're talking about. Girls, I'm here five years. I do understand. I don't want to ruin this time for him because he is really happy. But for the first time in five years, I'm feeling very homesick. Maybe it's seen him and his family. And to top it all off, my brother just had his first baby at home at the States. Should I suggest we move there for a while? Or do you have any other tips for making friends there? Thanks a million girls. Lisa. Oh, it's kind of a hard one, isn't it? It's a hard one and um, yeah. 
It's a really, really hard one, but I kind of get, because I obviously lived in um, Australia as well for a while, and like, it's it's different banter. Mm. It is different. And I worked with a load of Aussies, and they'd be going on about stuff, and like, what the fuck are they talking yeah. about, you know? And it is hard then to fall. And again, I could be talking to Irish girls out in Australia, and they're like, what's that? Like, do you know, it is hard. The banter is different, and the banter between the Irish and Americans are different as well. Like, so it is, it is very, very hard. But unless she joined something, like, what about going to Mothers and Others? That fucking thing that they'd be playing there, with those, like some other team or something like that for yeah. you know, football or hurling or something. I think as well, though, you know, the way in Dublin, it's one thing, or in Cork, but like Sligo, then it's even more rural. It's more rural. And I yeah. mean, you'd have to be joining like tidy towns or something as well. <laughs> Fuck. No, like, like I often yeah. think if I was back in Ireland and I was moving with, say, to Leitrim or somewhere, right? I was like, oh my God, the likes of me. No, no not that there's anything wrong with Leitrim, but I'm saying that's not a, a city. city. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. I mean, I often think I'm kind of like I'd have to integrate with the community as in I'd have to join Tidy Towns I'd have to join like I don't know the I, I don't want children so I, there's no parent association for me to go yeah, to I know. you know I was like oh I start reading at mass I'd often be thinking of going to these coffee mornings and stuff like that I know what she's saying as well should she move to the States but whatever if she's with him and she's been here for a certain amount of years then yeah he should be able to try and move there no no forget about the hard things with visas and all that kind of stuff but, but sure why not you know, if he's that if he's that interested, it should be a two way system. And I think suggesting no, it's I don't want you thinking to run away either. You know that it's not working out here, but you know, see what it's like over in the states as well. Yeah, I know. But then they're kind of packing up their lives again and moving over there. And what about if it doesn't work over there? Then pack up again and move back to Ireland. Yeah, but it would work for her over there because that's her home country. But we'll say, and again, it's easier for lads to make friends. A lad can walk into a bar and start chatting to everyone. Very easy for you're a You go into a bar on your own, no different in New York and stuff like that, but you go into a pub here on your own for like, we'll say, and you order a glass of wine. Yeah. They'd be looking at you. They'd be like, you're all right there. No, imagine look, me look, walking look, into your local, there's something on a big... Oh, look at her. She's desperate there on her yeah, own. I know. She's it's desperate. Awful, isn't it? It's awful yeah. place we live in. Like. It is. Actually, there was a debate on Good Morning Britain and it was basically about the amount of people, solo people going on diners and there was yeah. one of the guests actually and he was there like, oh my God, there's something so wrong with you that you sit there on your own. So society does think, and this this was only the other day, mm. he thinks there's something wrong with people going in, sitting on their own. Like, there's not, I think it's a very empowering thing there's to do. There's nothing wrong, but again, if I was sitting in a bar now, which you said this evening and we were having a drink and I seen this girl walking in with a dress and high heels and she sat up and the, the bar on her own I'd be like is she alright yeah you probably be calling her over I don't know but I'd be like she alright then well, if you went down, and it's awful like leave her is. have a fucking glass yeah. of wine at the bar she wants to if you went down to the stables in Carrigaline and you're on what way would they be looking at you oh like it's your one alright yeah it's your one alright she's on her but if yeah. a man went in it's like alright John what's the yeah, crack not a bad the man, man is in look at him twice man, oh, do you know like John was down now yeah Good man, but not G- a bad there Julie was down there no, she was on and she wore high heels and a, a red mm. mini dress or something like that so it's different so I would say you know what I mean they're in a relationship an equal relationship we would do hope do they have kids sorry I didn't know does she have kids like, did she say that no they've no kids they've no kids so it's probably a bit harder because like that you could join mothers or others or you could just go down to the playground and yeah. start talking to but would you I wonder is there Facebook groups you're in a Facebook group over in London aren't you Irish in London yeah I wonder Irish if there's um, a Facebook her- group here called Americans in there's loads Lego. of those Facebook groups they're everywhere Americans in, in Lego. Ireland like in America uh, America I bet you there is there's, there probably is yeah there's Americans scattered everywhere yeah and even if they like meet up for like a coffee once a month or something like that like and it's nice to be around your own as well do you know what it'll only take one friend 
It's one friend at all she needs. All you need is one, one friend. Person. Yeah, you know one what I mean. That understands, you know, how lonely it is. Like, you know, I think you should definitely jump onto these groups, these Facebook groups, Instagram groups, TikTok. I watch a load of girls on TikToks, and like that. Now they're American, but they live in Ireland, and they're like, "What the fuck is something?" Yeah, like I, her, like you know. Yeah, is it not called a Harley? Her, you know, like yeah, they're making fun, and it's funny, but like. Text them, ask them, like, what's the story? Do you want to meet for a coffee? Yeah, like reach that. out. Oh, reach out, even if you've driven an hour down the road and you're one has to drive an hour off the road. Fuck it, it's a conversation with yeah. another American. Like, you yeah, know? yeah. Well, I, I would say as well, give it an all, even suggestion if you wanted to go over to the States just for a while as well, especially after the brother having the baby. I know you're kind of saying, see here. I'm not saying not to stick it out here, mm. but I'm saying go over there as well. Oh, 100%. Go over there for a couple of weeks and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, so... I would. Say, I don't like that though, as well. Like you know, they're kind of making jokes about Irish things and Gan. You know, as in as if she doesn't understand, but that's a bit ignorant. That's right. what the, she just said there as well when they're making jokes about Gan and stuff like that. They're like, actually, oh, you don't understand. Yeah, I wouldn't like that now. Yeah, I'd probably call and say, go. Actually, I do understand. Well, especially that she's there five years. Yeah, I, 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 do you know what? You should turn around to her the next time they said that. Pug by fucking hog. Yeah, pug by hog. Pug by hog. Oh, Adam, is that that? Pug by hog. Is that pug by hog? Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not that either. Is it? Come here, you wouldn't. If you were going off to New York, Roy, that down Fifth Avenue, you'd be like, What's this? Who's this? I know, thing? I know what she could say back. On will Cadigum Dulgadia Lehra. That's what she would write. Marcy the Holly, Marcy the Holly. Go on, say it once more, Pogma. Hog. Tone. Horn. Horn. Pogma Horn. Anyway, that's. Uh, we'll end on that note, our dilemma. We do love a good dilemma, don't we? There we like a good bit of a debate of a dilemma as well. Yeah, yeah. So get your dilemmas into. LOR at goloudnow.com I have to announce for the listeners the email address here because Julie's never sure of it and I always give the nod like you always give the nod as in what, yeah yeah. I'm like the, the I don't know the studio manager so they're going to put the head down there going out finish you off signing off but well, we are signing off until our full episode come out Monday ta-ra 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 Slon. oceans bye, bye.